0: a nice and relaxing track that is Pinkade's version of Claude Debussy's Claire de Lune and you're listening to The Slow Reader a podcast about books read slowly I'm Steve just gonna let that play out for a little bit in the background I just really like it I ever since I saw Only Murders in the Building where they featured this song in the first episode and only the first episode I don't know I've just been drawn to it it's, it's something that I never would have thought to go and listen for, but as soon as I heard it, I, I just wanted to keep listening to it. So I found some some different versions of the song, and, uh, and this was one of them, one of my favorites. But uh, welcome back. It's been a couple of months since my last episode, uh, which was with special guest Patrick from the Consume Us podcast. If you didn't listen to that one, we talked about a couple of books I talked about The Lost World, and and he talked about uh, a movie book that, wow, I really should have remembered the name off the top of my head there, but um, I I recommend that you go and listen to that episode. He also recommended a book that I read and that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. But uh, in the meantime, you can find me on Twitter at Stephen underscore G. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N underscore G. And I'm also on Goodreads. Those links will be in the show notes. Plus, I think I will uh, link to the podcast episode uh, with Patrick. Um, if you haven't heard it, though, it's it's the one right before this one, episode 21. This being episode 22. So I've read many books since the last episode. Uh, I have listed here... Um, I think uh, four books and one magazine, so uh, I'm not going in any particular order, but I did group these two together. The Utility of Boredom by Andrew Forbes and Slices of Americana by Jason Love. Both of these books are baseball books. Um, I've read a lot of baseball books this year. The Utility of Boredom is a series of essays about baseball and watching baseball and um, I gave that one a three out of five. I thought that one was a really, really nice read. It's more geared towards people who I think are big baseball fans. I'm a baseball fan, but I wouldn't call myself a big baseball fan. Uh, But I read that one as um, part of an interview with Andrew Forbes. Uh, We interviewed him on my podcast with my brother, Jade's from home. Um, We talked about his newest book, which is – Ichiro. Uh, I can't remember the full title of it, but I'll have a link for that in the show notes as well. Uh, we talked to him about that and uh, it kind of touches on the utility of boredom a little bit. So uh, that, was, that was a good read. And Slices of Americana by Jason Love. That one I also gave three out of five stars. That was a different uh, book. It was still sort of essays, but it was more about uh, Jason Love Chronicling his road trips with his kids, uh, going to different ballparks around the United States. And that one also, we interview, had an interview on Jays from Home with Jason Love, and he talked about his book and going on road trips. So you can listen to that one as well. Um, but yeah, three out of five. I think it was a pretty solid read. I enjoyed it. It was strange though, like my rating scale on Goodreads is like. Three out of five for me as I enjoyed it. Uh, I probably wouldn't read it again, though. So, I, um, yeah, that's that's where I am with that one. I also sort of read How Not to Diet by Michael Greger. So sort of by that I mean I didn't read 100% of the book. Um, I, I borrowed it from the library and I got some good info from it, but I found it a little hokey in some places. Um, the, the author tried to be like young and hip and came off sounding kind of a little bit ridiculous, I would say. Um, I, I did get some good info from it. Like I said, um, some good tidbits. I wouldn't treat it as a gospel book in terms of trying, if you're trying to lose weight, take some ideas from it, but be picky and choosy. I think he has a lot of things that he's really pushing, but, some of the things in there, i it's kind of reinforcement of things that I probably knew, but forgot about um, and it and it was good to have a reinforcement. For instance, um drinking a cup of water before you eat a meal, it'll help you me- feel more full, take longer eating eating your meals so that it uh, your your brain gets a chance to register the signals that it's it's done eating. Um, that kind of thing I I thought it was I thought it was pretty useful in some places but it is a big big book I thought at first it was just a huge book like the actual meat and potatoes so to speak is maybe three or four hundred pages but there are another like 500 pages worth of footnotes and whatnot Uh, so it was it was pretty daunting so I would I would approach that one with caution is what I'd say. I originally rated it three out of five, but I'm going to have to knock it down to two out of five. Um, it's a good book, but I think you're probably better off reading his blog. Because that's basically where this information comes from. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's not a bad read. But then I also read uh, the Life Magazine Indiana Jones 40th anniversary special. I can't remember if it was this year or last year, but I read a George Lucas Life magazine special. This one for Indiana Jones, I rated it 2 out of 5. It was it was a neat magazine, but didn't contain a lot of new information, and I definitely preferred the George Lucas biography issue to this one. I still have the Indiana Jones one on my bookshelf in this studio. I think I'm going to just send it to Value Village. The, the George... Lucas bio. I I've read some information about George Lucas, but this one it contains some new information for me. But the Indiana Jones issue, I pretty much knew everything that they covered in it. Like they talked about how Temple of Doom kind of was the was the movie that inspired the PG thirteen rating. Um, it, it did acknowledge the racist undertones in that movie, but. A lot of the it, it's it, you know, it's kind of telling that a lot of the quotes that they got came from sources that were 2008 and older. So I, 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 I think that one's if you see it on the newsstands, don't buy it. Not worth it. Um, but I guess that's how they get you is they make it look good on the cover. And then I also read. The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. This was the book that Patrick was talking about in that episode, in the last episode. And it was Patrick who first recommended it to me. Um, I'll let him describe it in this little clip here. And and uh, and we'll go from there. The Only Good Indians. I keep wanting to call it The, the No Good Indians. The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. Uh, which is... A horror uh, novel for sure. It's – well, it's not really a novel. It's a, it's a series of novelettes turned into a horror novel. It links them all together uh, okay. about native people in modern day. I don't want to give too much away because it's a very good book. Uh, <laughs> in the Dakotas well, – this is not, This is a world right away. The There's a curse in the beginning that comes back to get them for this, this entity that needs to be paid. Uh, but maybe is that true or not? We uh, don't know. Uh, and they're all native characters, and they are told in like a series of vignettes. So I think that really described it very well. Um, it's interesting that I don't remember Patrick describing it as a horror novel, but because I I wasn't expecting it to be a horror novel, I thought it was maybe sort of like a supernatural type of thing. So I was not expecting. Uh, the graphic nature in some of the places in the novel. Uh, I should have, considering in that clip I played, you Patrick blatantly described it as a horror novel, but uh, I, I guess I I skipped over that part in my mind. Um, but uh, the first section, it, it was in, it's interesting though. I I think Patrick described it as a series of novellas combined into one novel, but I think it was one novel just with different viewpoints because um, spoilers block out this next minute or 30 seconds, whatever, however long that I'm talking. um, I'll I'll give you some time to skip ahead, use the skip forward 30 seconds. Uh, The first section ends with the death of the character that we're following and a few characters around him. So, and then the second part picks up and uh, with a different character. And so I think, I think the the part that makes it seem more like it's different novellas is that it's following uh, different main characters in the three sections. But I I thought that it was it also had different types of horror. So the first section seemed to be kind of a psychological horror story. And then the other two thirds, respectively, the the second part was more about storytelling, which kind of fit thematically with the setting that they were that uh, Jones was setting up. And then the third section of the book was more like of an action horror um, very a lot of suspense in it and i I thought that uh, it was it was neat to see the different types of horror in, described in in the novel, but it also made really great use of dramatic irony. and I think in a series of tweets I put out there that this seems like if it, if if it was ad- adapted into a movie. It would probably be done by Quentin Tarantino, and it would fit right in with his usual uh, type of movies that he directs. So uh, that might give you an idea of the type of content in the book. I did find the ending a little bit confusing, but it did mean that the story came full circle, maybe with a little bit of resolution at the end of it. So I rated this one 4 out of 5, um, some context to my rating scales. Four is that I, I really, really enjoyed it. Likely would not read it again, though. Uh, I think five out of five would have to be uh, would would what I would rate something to reread the book. So four out of five for The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. I do recommend that one a lot. Um, and that's it for the books that I read since the last episode. That's actually quite a lot. I, I expected that I would have a lot longer between the last episode and this one. But um I am currently reading Darktown by Thomas Mullen. And this is a book about the first eight black police officers in Atlanta, and they discover the murder of a young black woman and an apparent cover-up to go along with it. So it's uh a bit of a police procedural with uh with some conspiracy to cover up a murder. It's very interesting so far and I find that it's it's following a day in the life of the officers while also giving while also the overarching mystery plays out. Um so where I am in the book right now the main mystery has started to take the focus uh whereas the first few chapters was more about like giving background to the setting and the characters. So it's it's interesting but I will say that I was a little bit apprehensive about the idea of a white male author writing from the perspective of black characters, but so far it doesn't seem to me like something where um, a a white person is writing about something that he doesn't know. I I feel like maybe he's done a little bit of research, probably a lot of research, talked to a lot of people, get some different perspectives, so it, it doesn't seem like it's the wrong person writing the book if that makes any sense I still am going to withhold judgment on that and see how it goes Um, and that ties into my reading challenge for this year I think I set it as 26 books to read for the year and I base that on books on my to read shelf I've read 15 excuse me I've read 15 books this year But, uh, and that includes the Life magazine thing, so, like, I I guess it would be better to say I read 15 items this year. I don't think, well, no, I know for sure that I'm not getting to 26 books read this year, so probably 16. I am going to try to get at least one more book in before the end of the year, so maybe 17. But, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm going to do next year. I don't know whether I should even bother to set a challenge. I just do it on Goodreads because it's kind of like, it's right there. It's part of what you do, but I don't know. I I feel like I also don't use Goodreads as a social media for books all that much. And maybe I kind of want to use it a little bit more, but the challenge to me, it doesn't seem to be like a motivating factor. It's more like, just an attempt to, oh, hey, look, I I got to this amount of books this year. Isn't that great? But it doesn't really do anything for me. So I'm thinking next year, no target of books read. Um, it, it definitely doesn't make me feel sad that I haven't hit 26 books. I'm more than halfway, though. But um, like to say, when it shows you that you're X amount of books behind your goal – uh, it doesn't really affect me, so I'm not sure there's much point in setting a uh, a reading target. But that's about it for today's episode. I'm going to have one more episode before the end of the year. Hopefully, I'll have finished two books. If not, I'll have finished Darktown and probably one extra book I'll be currently reading. But I want to get another episode out before the end of the year, but... Uh, um we'll see what happens. You can follow me on Twitter at Stephen underscore G. Once again, that's S T E P H E N underscore G. And on Goodreads, you can see the books that I've read and check out my reviews of the the books that I've read so far. Well, thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll see you for sure next month in December, where I hope to have two more books read. Thanks for listening and uh, see you next time.